Hey friends, welcome back to Fig and Perm at Home. I'm so glad you're here. Today you are getting a behind the scenes sneak peek at what it looks like to have a coaching session inside of Home Design 101. You're going to hear me talk to Andrea, one of our students, who is learning how to understand her aesthetic. And when we start our conversation, she doesn't really know what it is. She can't put a label on it or pinpoint what it is, but you'll hear throughout the conversation that actually that's not true. She knows exactly what it is. She just needed a little help identifying it and why it is so important to make future decisions. If you're anything like Andrea, where you're not sure that you can put a label on your design aesthetic, but you know how important it is because you hear me telling you how important it is. And you know what? It really, really is. (laughs) But if you're not sure, I encourage you to come on over and check out Home Design 101. We learn a lot of things, but your design aesthetic is a foundational part of understanding your style so that you can make confident decisions years down the road, not just today, but years down the road too. The power really comes back to you inside of this course. Can I design a room for you? Absolutely. I would love to. But when the power comes back to you and the tools and the resources and the understanding gets put in your toolbox, you're able to make those changes with guided practice now inside of Home Design 101, but then 10 years from now, when you're ready to change out your kiddo's room because they've moved to college and now you want to turn it into an office, or you move house and you are ready to redesign a new space, or trends change and you're ready for an update. It happens all the time. Just think about the last time you went to Target or Home Goods and how you were kind of itching for a little change. Even those teeny tiny little changes, it matters so incredibly much what your design style is. And if you don't have a handle on it, you will continue floundering choice after choice and year after year later. So come on over to Home Design 101. We are an open door. We want you to join us. And every two weeks, we have a session just like this, where we chat about your home specifically. You get your questions answered. Me inside of your living room, inside of your kitchen, inside of wherever you're showing me inside of your home. And we make change happen. It's already happening inside with these students. And I'm so incredibly proud of them. All right, friends, come on over, check it out. You can do that at figandfarmathome.com forward slash home hyphen design hyphen 101. The link as always will be in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in class. We grew up with the phrase home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Do you have any questions that you want to run? thought about submitting I was too late to do this but I know you require your questions like ahead of these calls I thought about submitting one because my living room is the one that I was going to focus on in the course and it is the one that I focused on um 
And it's also a playroom. So I feel like there's only so much I can do to make this room look beautiful because it's just uh, always getting overrun by toys. Um, So yeah, I thought about submitting a question to look at, like, how can I, I don't know, design around the toys or like, there's no way that they can be incorporated in because as my daughter gets older, the toys get bigger. So Oh my gosh. Isn't it the truth? Yeah. Okay. So tell me, are you in your living room right now? Yep. You are. Do you feel comfortable to unblur so I can see? Yeah. I don't even know how to turn the blur off. Let me. Um, it should be in, um, let's see. My settings somewhere. In your settings. Um, and weird, I could not cast onto, into our face, oopsie, into our Facebook group today. Um, it said I didn't have permission to do that, which is hilarious to me. Okay, huh. um, uh, I've got under apps. Do you see anything under apps? Zoom apps? No. Okay. Mm. General. I don't ever um, make my mm. screen different. So, Let's see video. I can see that I've got like adjust. For low light. Okay. Um, um, when you you were at the workshop and you submitted the homework, you have the black fireplace wall. Yep, that's me. Okay. So oh, background and effects. Here we yes. go. Okay. Where what, yeah. Where was where did you find that in in the Zoom thing? Where did I you went into my profile? Like I clicked my face up in the upper right settings. And then there's a, in the sidebar, a tab for background and effects. Okay, perfect. I'll remember that for next time. Okay. okay. Um, there we go. My blur is off now. So yes, this is, I guess the, the focal wall. Okay. Love it. Um, but then as we get over here, you can see the chaos that is toys. Yes. So and we want your kiddos to feel though. welcome, right? We, I mean, we want them to feel like this is their space too. Let me just turn this around and give you a little yeah, perfect. tour. So yeah, this is as, I mean, it gets much worse than this. We just had a birthday party. So I feel like the number of toys is now uh, even greater than it was. Yeah. But there's a lot of problems with this room. Like I could go on and on. Yeah. Well, hey, we have time. <laughs> um, and you did mention that you wanted to paint the rest of the brick black, correct? That's just uh, I don't know. Um, because this hearth here, like the gray base is really chewed up. So we've thought about painting it black, but then if we paint all of this black, I feel like it's just going to be too much. Um, so this was one of the things that stood out to me when I saw your picture submitted in the homework, it will look stunning all black. You think, okay. I'm so glad that you're confident in that. I am, I am extremely confident. <laughs> and then those, what's going to happen is, you know, you have some really cute, those built-in shelves that would bring so much warmth to your space. It is going to pop in a way that you want your focal wall to pop. 
mm-hmm. right now what you see is you see the black but then you your eye immediately goes to the gray striping on the wall yeah so it will also hide I don't know how you feel about the standalone fireplace but since it's not kind of an inset um, it will kind of hide that just a little bit so it won't be popping out and protruding from the wall too um now, what I would suggest for you is to just paint the brick black, leave the hearth as it is just to see if actually you like it when it's mm. there um, before deciding to paint that too. Okay. And then that moose antler is going to look so cute popping again. Yeah. So it's going, you know, like right now it kind of blends and you have that really cute antique. I can't tell what that is um, on the left of the moose antler. A fire extinguisher. Okay. But that's going to be. There are two antlers. I just need to, I guess, better position them so that they're a little more symmetrical. Yeah. Yeah. So another problem is, okay, when I first painted the top brick, Mm -hmm. I actually started painting it white. And halfway through, I was like, no, I can't do this. It, It doesn't look good white. So I went over it with black. Um. But it's not like quite, it's not 100% black. Some people look at it and they're like, oh, it's a little bit blue. So I worry about matching the bottom too. I might end up having to do everything again. Yeah. You mean like going over it white and then with that same black? No. I mean, like if I were to get just like a pure black for the bottom brick, it may not be as black as the top brick, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I would use the same color throughout. So if that means you do start over and paint to the different black, do you remember the color of black that you chose? I do. um, But even looking at the can, um. Like looking at, cause you know how they usually take out a swatch or a little bit and like dip it on the top. It didn't look black. It always looked like, I don't know, kind of like, like there's an under, like a muddy undertone. Yeah. Okay. Like a very cool kind of grayish blue undertone. It's weird. Okay. So does it was it a big job. To you or does it, because when I see it, of course, computer screens blur that a little bit, but it does look black to me. Does it with a, it looks, um, like it is more graphite black rather than a pure black. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here's another question. Cause there's this like ledge, this stone ledge here. Do you see this? Uh-huh. Am I pointing at it? Yeah. Where's my finger? Yeah. There yeah. we go. Um, <laughs> would you do that black as well? I probably would, but because it's the same stone as your hearth, correct? Yep. What I would do is I would paint the under layer black, that yep. same color, leave that gray, take a look at it back, and then paint that top strip, take a look at it. But my guess is that needs to be black too. Mm, yeah. It's, it's just going to look like it's going to draw your eye in a way that you probably don't want it to. Now that I look at it, it, it kind of looks funny that we didn't do the rest black, that I only did the top half, but it's because it was red. It was originally red. Okay. Like red, red um, or brick, red? Um, Brick, red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Funny let's talk that. about kiddo storage because yes. what, what we want to do is have, when you have, when you're sharing space with kiddos, you want to have multi-purpose um, furniture, right? And so taking advantage of coffee tables, even end tables, we want those to be multi-purpose because we need to hide some of that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to want to invite your friends over because you're going to be tripping over your kiddo's stuff, right? 
Um, are you contemplating at all changing out any of your? Yes. Okay. Um, I would say more than contemplating because I was afraid because I just refinished the, this furniture. Um, the tops of the side tables and coffee table used to be like a very uh, orange oak type oh. of thing, which I can't stand. So I refinished these. I sanded them down. I whitewashed them. Oh, um, and it took a long time. So I've been like, do I really want to replace these? But now that I'm learning about design styles, I'm noticing like the kind of intricate millwork on the legs there. And I'm like, that's, that's not my style. I don't like that. So Awesome. Okay. Tell me more about that. So what have you identified? Would you say now when we talk about our aesthetic, what I'm looking for, I don't, you can absolutely say like, oh, I'm coastal. I'm, but what I want to hear is like five to 10 design elements you gravitate towards over and over and over again. Yeah. I I really had trouble with this and I still do defining what my style and aesthetic is. Um, I like the, I want to say like Southwestern kind of vibe. I've got uh, like some leather pillows here. I love incorporating stuff like this. Okay. Um, Did I notice a blanket too that was kind of Southwestern? Yes. Okay. Um, boho, I love this little plant and the arches on the pot there. Okay. Um, I'm just going to spit out some words. Terracotta. Yeah. Okay. I love terracotta stuff. Um, I want to say wood, but like it's, it's too general. Um, but I like, you, oh, but you have a tone of wood you like, we know you do yes. The orange. Okay. So here's another funny thing. So in my own house, I hate the look of warm toned wood. Like okay. we've got this uh, TV entertainment unit thing. That's like still the orange Oak and I can't stand it. But when I did the Pinterest exercise in your course, everything that I pinned had this warm toned wood. And I was like, why is it? It must just be like trick photography. I don't know. But um yeah, wood is definitely something that I like to incorporate. So boho, southwestern, leather, um, matte black. I love matte black stuff. Warm colors. Like I do not like using gray. So no gray anywhere in my house. Okay. <laughs> um and do you, of those warm colors, are you like, I saw some reds, are you reds, oranges, yellows? What kind of warm colors would you say? I would say orange, yellow, beige, brown. Okay. So that's where kind of the boho vibe kind of comes in. Okay. Yeah, but not, I don't typically like red, not big on red. If you saw red, it was probably kids toys. Okay. Oh, it wasn't on that Aztec blanket. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess there is a bit of red there, but if I were to buy another one, I would probably buy a different color, but same kind of pattern. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I would say those are some words that come to mind. I don't know. I still don't know how to define my style. Like if you were to say it in words. Yes. Okay, you just did. You you just did. And what I mean, you know, if we if it we wanted to wrap it in a nice neat little bow, we could just say Southwest Boho, right? Mm. If that made sense to you, we could, because so many of us gravitate to, we need, we need to have a label. It just is so much more comfortable for us to have some sort of title to it. But you were very clear. You like that Southwest vibe. And I can see like those shapes in your blanket. Like that is very Southwest. Um, Boho, terracotta, wood, but you were very specific about what kind of wood. Um, Leather, matte black, warm colors. What about metals? What kind of metals do you like? Black, just black matte, copper, okay. nothing nickel, nothing silver, nothing chrome. Okay. So gold, so nothing brass. Gold. You like, which those? is weird because I like warm tones, right? And brass is very warm. Um, yeah, copper, gold, black. Okay. You got it, girl. But- Well, what's funny is like the rest of the house doesn't really follow. Like I would say our kitchen is probably modern farmhouse. (laughs) Yeah. So until you start recognizing and identifying, I actually don't like modern farmhouse or how can mm -hmm. I change some of these teeny tiny little elements so that it's not so modern farmhouse? Because once you can start identifying, like I love terracotta, I love antlers (laughs) I love these things that are more natural elements how can I then incorporate it into the other area of the room or the home so this is a great start yeah this has been helpful because I was beginning to think I didn't have a style um but I suppose I do it's boat southwest boho Yeah. Tell me, I know when I think of boho, I think too of like, and I want you to do that exercise as well when you're done, or maybe we can just do it here, but tell me, what do you think of when you think of boho in general? And we'll do the same thing with Southwest. Hippie. Okay. And what comes I think of rattan. Okay. I think of beige materials like bamboo. I think of, um, yeah, definitely beige as like a theme for color, um, boho, I guess browns, I think of, um, texture. And I don't know how else to put that, but I'm picturing like, if you have a rug, like parts of it are smooth and parts of it are like high pile. Okay. Um, how would, how would texture translate in a blanket or a pillow other than leather? I don't know what to call it. It's like that macrame kind of material, you know, into blankets and pillows on the walls. I feel like boho is very untraditional with wall decor. Like you don't see a lot of like canvas prints in a boho style. It's more like different things, you know, maybe it's like a rug on the wall or maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah. Like a tapestry that is not like grandma's quilt. Yes. Tapestry. That's the right word. 
how how do you feel about um how do you feel about macrame? Mm, good. I like the look of it, but I don't like how it functions. Like it's hard to clean. We've got um this pillow here, which is kind of like macrame-ish. It's got like these little tassels and it's just disgusting. Like it's impossible to yeah. keep clean. Yeah. So I'm in the process. Did you throw that in the wash ever? No. Okay. I wish. The cover doesn't come off. That's why it needs to be replaced. Okay. So uh, as a side note, I have these ginormous pillows. I like the oversized, like oversized, oversized pillows on my couch. And it looks very similar. It's like 24 by 24. And I have three boys. They get disgusting. Like our house is worse now as teenagers than it was when they were toddlers. <laughs> oh, I was hoping we were coming into an age where like, you know what you, you said, girl, it might be, I don't know. Yeah. but I throw those into the wash. I mean, if it's a matter of replacing it or throwing it into the wash, I would rather try that first. That's they a good have, point. And you know how they just kind of, when you're sitting on them and laying on them, they just kind of get yucky after a while. Yeah. Maybe treat it with stain cleaner and see how it goes if you're going to replace it anyway. So I would say, give it a try. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it can't get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it might, it might save you. It might save you a little bit of money and a little bit of time to buy until you, you know, to think of the, the other stuff that you want. That's more boho. Yeah. Okay, let's change gears for a second and tell me a little bit more about Aztec. What do you think of when you think of Aztec? A shape, for sure. Like that, it's like... And I, I mean, Southwest. I put Aztec there. <laughs> no, I, I knew what you meant. Um, the triangles, like stack triangles is what I think of for Southwest, for patterns. Um bold but earthy colors you know like rust and like deep orange um southwest antlers and animals and cows animal prints is definitely what i think of um southwest mexico i think of like almost a little bit spanish What else? Suns, a lot of suns. Yeah. I, I love this. Okay, and okay. here's what, this is what I want you to think about, okay? So um, you said untraditional, hippie, rattan, beige, bamboo, browns, texture, um, macrame, shapes like the stacked bold earthy earthy is key for you for one of those key design elements um rest deep orange antlers animal prints cow sun um so as you are kind of creating this space for the rest of your home what I want you to think about is not only those feeling words that you had identified earlier and you mentioned warm calm comfortable but now you're going to like, as you start making decisions, you're going to filter the, the idea of your decision through the lens of those feeling words and these words. And if you need to kind of 
not muddle it down, but like if you needed to choose just five, so it's not like, oh, is it leather or matte black or, you know, so that you have a kind of a condensed list, you're mm-hmm. going to filter those decisions through those two lenses. And that will help you be more confident in whatever decisions you bring. Okay. You're now thinking like, shoot, those side tables, are those side tables, are they earthy and boho and Aztec? No. They're modern farmhouse. They're modern. If not traditional. I mean, like the legs are like very intricate and then the tops are like blonde wood. Right. Right. And it reads something completely different. Right. And you can marry those two things. I mean, you definitely can. Here comes Wendy. But, you know, it's one of those things that if it drives you crazy now that you've identified it, then you can start doing something about it, making the plan to remediate it. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.